Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right. Happy Tuesday. What up? Bill Ryder with you. Good morning. Welcome into the show. I'm coming to you live, as you heard, from Los Angeles, California. Pretty Daddy Tom DeCelestino is in New York City, and we are broadcasting coast to coast. Mike Florio is going to be on the show. Five things you need to know about my interest in the opening night of the NBA season. It's not technically five things, but I'm trying to, like, push it in that direction because it's Tom's favorite segment. We do it on Mondays. We're trying to expand. Great news in Milwaukee. Giannis extends. I've got a pun joke for Pretty Daddy that I think he's going to hate, but I think the rest of you will probably laugh at it. Who knew Creed? Oh, I almost sang it there. Oh, Creed's bad for a lot of reasons, including it gets people like me to sing poorly and badly. Who knew Creed could turn things around for Kirk Cousins? A lot of things to get to. But speaking of Kirk Cousins, let's focus in on Monday Night Football. And a bit of a shocker, 22-17 victory for the Vikings. They beat the Niners. The Niners have now dropped two in a row. And in two weeks have gone from, unequivocally, for most folks at least, the undefeated best team in the National Football League to a team with a lot of question marks. Here's the reality. Here is the fact that played out over the course of that ugly game. Turnover, beginning of the game, early on for the Niners from Christian McCaffrey, fumbled that ball when they looked like they were going to just do what they always do, go down and score, and a couple turnovers, including a bad one. At the end of the game, fourth quarter drives from Brock Purdy, the then-celebrated, now-questioned quarterback who's supposed to power this machine as the Niners came close, had a chance to make a game of it, maybe steal that game. Here's the reality, here's the takeaway. It is one thing entirely to get to the top of the mountain, especially in the National Football League. It is something else of a magnitude of difficulty much higher to stay there. That's true for anybody. That's true for any coach. That's true for any team. That's true for any level of pressure you have to experience, but especially at the quarterback position, and especially, let's be honest, for a guy, it's not only him, in Brock Purdy, who had been undefeated for a long stretch of his professional career when he'd been able to finish games, going back to last year, regular season, to the postseason, all the way through that run to the NFC Championship game when he got injured, all the way through the start of this year in that 5-0 record. He had been extraordinary. Kyle Shanahan, his head coach, who had plucked him from obscurity to replace Jimmy G, to replace Trey Lance, who's now what in Dallas, had bristled at the notion that Purdy was a system quarterback, and be that as it may, It is one thing to be a system quarterback or not, a good quarterback or not. It is another, especially as a young, unproven guy who was drafted very, very, very late, as late as you can be in an NFL draft recently. It is another thing to be the quarterback of the supposed best team in the National Football League with a target on your back and to 
perform and play at that level. And they could not handle it against the Browns last week, and they could not handle it against the Vikings last night. Now, a lot of things went right for, for Minnesota. A lot of things. And i got to give credit where it's due. Do I believe in Kirk Cousins? No, I do not. No, I do not. No, I do not. Am I going to use his mean-spirited nickname right here? I'm not, because he just won on Monday Night Football, which is a rarity. Guy passed for almost 400 yards last night. Season-high 378. Had a couple touchdowns. Did throw a pick. Wasn't sacked. That's the first time this season that that is the case. QB rating was through the roof, 107. And he just he just looked poised. He looked like he belonged under those lights, under the bright lights of not just Monday Night Football. That's been enough, though, to melt that guy time and again, but against a Niners team that is dangerous. That is good. That is and was, I think, before that game got done, still considered best team, second best team in the NFL. You can't win them all. And the reality and the takeaway for the Niners is not that they are good enough still or they're not good enough still. It is that they have hit that point where they've got to figure out how they handle the reality and the difficulty of massive expectations. This reminds me to a degree, ironically, because the other team that's probably the best in the NFC is the Eagles. This reminds me of the Eagles under Nick Foles when Carson Wentz went down all those years ago. It was a really good Eagles team, and it was talented across the board, just just like and this Niners team is so good. I know Debo Samuel didn't play last night, but you still have George Kittle, who had an okay game, fine game. You still have Christian McCaffrey, who had another touchdown. I mean, the guy has had, what, is it 17 consecutive games, 16 consecutive games, 16 consecutive games with a touchdown. It, it, it's remarkable oh, that fumble was a problem. They still have Nick Bosa, who, who's a game wrecker. I mean, you go down through that roster on both sides of the football, the Niners are really talented. But like that Eagles team that won the Super Bowl when full stepped in up until this season, so last year the Niners were talented but didn't really have expectations. Everybody doubted Brock Purdy. Like everybody doubted this Nick Foles guy. Washed up backup was going to step in and get it done. You got to be able to handle the pressure. Credit Foles got a Super Bowl. Credit Purdy last year. Might have gotten a Super Bowl. Might have made a Super Bowl had he stayed healthy. But it's different when you come into a season and there's that much tape on you and you've won a bunch of games, and now it's not what a cute little Cinderella story. It's you are the hunted. You are the one that's at the top of the mountain. You're the one that has the expectations, and that can play with your head. To say nothing of the fact that you've got a Vikings team that's now 3-4, and four, was fighting for its very survival. Who knew that the band Creed, I'll explain that later, I'm not making this up, the band Creed, they sang higher, and according to Kirk Cousins, they... They have an entire catalog that he celebrates. Could be the inspiration to reach a Monday night football big game under the spotlight dud like like Cousins and turn him into what we saw last night. A lot apparently working against the Niners. But they weren't good enough, and they get, didn't get it done. And you're going to hear in a moment Fred Warner and Nick Bosa sort of talk about their frustrations and where are we and who are we. Let me just give it some context in advance. The question isn't whether the Niners are good enough to make a Super Bowl. You know they are. I know they are. We saw last year, because again, they almost got there. They're good enough. The question is whether they're capable of dealing with the fact that everyone knows that they're good enough. And that brings expectation. And that brings a different kind of pressure. It is one thing, and those of you that play sports at any level have been through this. I still play a lot of tennis. I used to play a lot of hoops. Tommy's in a you know weightlifting competition. Whatever. It's one thing to go and compete and have the freedom of, ah, whatever happens, happens. It's another to be the best team or considered the best opponent. 
when you get to number one in the country in college football or college basketball and you haven't been there. We've seen this year after year. It's hard to stay there. That's why Saban's always trying to pretend that his guys suck because he doesn't want the expectations to weigh them down. And that's still true in the NFL, especially for a guy like Purdy who hasn't proven it. Not that he can't do it, but it is a absolute question mark. And those two turnovers at the end of the game, there's a lot that went wrong for the Niners. There's a, there's a lot that went wrong. And Christian McCaffrey took some of the blame for that fumble early in the game. What isn't a great start? But Kirk Cousins turned the ball over at the start of the game, too, for the Vikings. The reality is, in the final drives in the fourth quarter, with the Niners having an absolute chance to be in that game, to win that game, and I know they missed a field goal, that was brutal, Brock Purdy had had two interceptions. One was ugly, and one was in the flow and the reality of pressing at the end of the game. But why is he pressing on the second interception? Because of the one he had before that. That's just the way that it went, played out. The question isn't whether or not the Niners are talented enough. I hate that term. To be great. Of course they're talented enough. <laughs> Talent isn't everything. You've got to be able to put it together. It's whether they're mentally tough enough to handle what it means to be the supposed king of the mountain when everyone wants to throw you off. And, and Fred Warner, after the game, frustrated, big loss, I think spoke to that in his own way. The thing right now with us is we got to find ways to win the, the grimy games, the ones that it's not looking great, you know, and find a way, you know, obviously we can win 30 to, to 10, but what, what are we, who are we and what are we going to do when, when we're down and we got to come back and win a game? We've shown obviously what we're capable of, like our best version of ourselves. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I want us to be, I want, I'll, I want our mental toughness to, to go up. I want to win in any form or fashion. Like I don't care if it's if it if it's ugly. Like all right, we'll we'll figure it out later on. But like let's find a way to get this done. You know, um, yeah. It's back to the drawing board. Obviously, we got a big game coming up against the Bengals at home. We got it's a must win. Feels like it's Philadelphia apology week here, which I didn't really want to lean into. But something I missed on the Eagles at the start of this NFL season is the fact that they did exactly what Warner's talking about so far this year. They found ways to win games where they didn't play as well as they could have. Or maybe Jalen Hurts was turning the ball over a little bit more than he he wants to and certainly did last year. I talk about Mahomes a lot, but I think we take for granted things that are that remarkable that often that just becomes ordinary, but it's not. One of the things about the Chiefs that's amazing is they have been at the top of the mountain, the top of the target list, the most wanted, the most hunted in the NFL since Mahomes burst onto the scene. Believe me. Five years ago, when Mahomes just certainly was this guy and everyone was talking about him as the greatest QB of all time, every defense, every player, every coordinator, every team wanted to humble that guy, wanted to humble that team. They haven't been able to. That's a different level of greatness. It's not just consistency. It's consistency under the most stressful expectations and the fiercest fire because you get the best shot from everybody. The Niners have approached that level. Purdy got him there. He's got to get him further. And you're going to hear a little awkward silence here. I know this is a... Not a visual medium, but I'm going to paint the picture. Nick Bosa, who is a game wrecker on his own side of the ball, who's an amazing player, was so frustrated, and I think is wrestling with what I'm talking about here, that they've got to push through now, stared at the media for long st- stretches last night while he tried to talk about where this high expectation, two-loss-in-a-row football team is now at. Getting off to a 5-0 and start, you kind of, get that confidence that um, we are who we need to be and um, but NFL does that it's good players good good schemes um, and we're gonna face another good team this week uh, so we gotta be ready 
Credit to the Vikings. We're going to hit them in a second, Minnesota. Don't get all mad. Don't get all frustrated. We'll give you some love, and we'll tell you how Creed the band played into it. I actually have some personal reporting insight into Kirk Cousins' actual ability to be influenced positively by bad music. And me too. I got a bad music story. 855-212-4CBS. You got to take We'll take your call. 855-212-4CBS. Um, Tom, good morning. Pretty Daddy at Pretty Daddy CBS on Twitter. Mr. Celestino, how are you on this Tuesday? Good morning, Bill. Happy Tuesday to you. I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic. Had a thought that I think you would have liked more a few weeks ago. But I don't want you to jump off the, the Brock Purdy bandwagon. So you're Pretty Daddy, right? That's your moniker. I don't like where this is going. It's your Twitter handle. It occurred to me that when Brock Purdy has a kid, he'll be Purdy Daddy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Um, I hope for his sake it's a while. Why? Um, he's a young guy. Is he? Yeah. And he I don't want anybody to ever call him that. <laughs> purdy? What? I mean, he'll purdy be Purdy Daddy. daddy. Yeah, yeah. You can be. Nobody wants to be called that. He'll be. He's 23. You're absolutely right. He is a young guy. Let's see if he's married. I, I bet he's not. Uh, I oh, would think he's engaged. Not. He's engaged. So he, he might looks be sweet. He, he might be Purdy Daddy pretty soon. He could be Purdy Daddy pretty soon. Pretty Daddy and Purdy Daddy. I was thinking about you as he struggled last night. Fatherhood is fantastic. I hope yep. and wish that for him. I hope that nobody ever calls him Purdy Daddy. Okay. So, <laughs> Kirk Cousins credits Creed for the Vikings turnaround. And by the way, give give the Vikings some credit. In a in a not a bad division in a bad division with I still think a good football team the Lions obviously showed over the weekend that they've got they've got a little room they got a little room to grow but but in in a winnable division if the Lions can fall back to the pack a little bit the Vikings getting to three and four is significant and there's a lot of reasons for that I did not think it would be one of the cheesiest '90s slash early part of this century bands in Creed but Kirk Cousins says that it is so we're gonna let you hear where the secret sauce comes from, the musical magic that inspired uh, Kirk Cousins. And, and I will, in celebration of this, give you a true story about a song, cheesy song time. I lived in Chillicothe, Missouri for a summer. I, le- I, lived, I slept in my aunt's uh, and uncle's garage to get in-state tuition next to their bass boat, and I worked at three newspapers working 80 hours a week. It was not their wonderful people. It's not my favorite summer. So I had a cheesy, it wasn't Creed, it was pre-Creed. But I'll give you a cheesy song. We'll see if we can get one from Tom. The reality of Creed in the Vikings' life, and, and really how the Vikings did what they did last night. Let's give them some love next here on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Writer Than You. I got to lock it up, Tom. Lock it up. On CBS Sports Radio. All right, welcome back into the show. By the way, Milwaukee, we will get to Giannis. Congratulations. We know that it happened. The extension's great. We'll try to talk about it here in a few minutes. But Kirk Cousins took all the oxygen out of the room. This is great. All right, so so here's a little primer on me. I think Kirk Cousins is a bum when it comes to, I do, Tom, when it comes to big, stressful moments. I do. I'm not going to pretend that I don't think that. I've always thought that. I've always believed it. I, I certainly also believe in the ability of people to change, though I think it's very rare. And the things that make people change can be interesting. I was in a very serious car accident once. Almost didn't make it. Had dinner last night with somebody who had a similar situation, so we talk about how that can change you. Uh, you can find true love, like Pretty Daddy over here with Mrs. D-Cell. That can change you. Apparently, <laughs> cheesy band from the late 90s can also change you. So here is, it's a little long, but when you're philosophizing about something as real as Creed's impact on your performance, and again, the context is Kirk Cousins used to turn into a pumpkin when it would the 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 strike at midnight would hit Monday Night Football. What a great analogy! I'm good at this, so I'm so good at talking. When the guy played big time games, he would be a bum. And I think Creed, as you're going to hear from Kirk Cousins, is part of the reason he played so well last night. Oh my God, higher! I want to sing it so badly. I mean, that's not a good song. That's also a great song. And they have a great catalog. I don't know what else they play. <laughs> oh, they sing this song. Because <laughs> can do it. You can sing anything. Oh, stop. Okay, turn it off. Because I can't take you lip syncing. Just sing it, pal. I'm not here for the Creed slander. Wow. They no, no, Creed. Catchy, slong, uh, catchy songs. <laughs> and slongs. They're so good, you can't even say the words right. Creed wow. and Nickelback. I don't know why people think it's cool to hate on them. They have good songs. It is what it is. Get ready for this. Maybe write it down. I'm going to blow your mind right now. Okay, 1999, Human Clay, the album. I owned it by Creed. There's a ton of good songs on there. That is a true story. Human Clay. 11-year-old oh, D-Cell owned a Creed album. Wow. Look, I can't judge the bad music because there is something. So I, when I went to the University of Missouri, I I was from Iowa. I I really couldn't couldn't afford college, right? Whatever. I had to get loans, and I couldn't afford out-of-state tuition. So I had to stay in Missouri the first, thank you, Missouri, for doing this, the first summer after my freshman year of college so I could live there for a year straight and get in-state tuition. So all my friends went back to their various places, you know, for the summer. My aunt and uncle wonderful people let me live in their garage in Chillicothe, Missouri, next to their bass boat. And I worked a bunch of jobs at newspapers to make money, Tom. I worked like 80 hours a week. Chillicothe is a cool little town, but it's not exactly London, right, or whatever. And I listened, and I I mean, I would get up at 5 
four or five in the morning to like drive to these towns to do this work. I used to cover um county fairs. I didn't know what a heifer was. Kids would make fun of me for not knowing what a bull was versus a cow. Even though my family's a farming family, I was not. And I listened to Eye of the Tiger on repeat <laughs> the entire just to get myself through the days. Just to like, oh my god, my god, I have to get up at five in the morning, I have to work till ten, I have to cover the city council meeting. I of the bleeping tiger, Tommy. <laughs> I love the mental gymnastics that you got to play with yourself to motivate yourself just to get through the day. I don't think it's bad music, but when I when I um when I moved to Miami in 2010 to cover the Heat, I worked all the time. I listened to Adele, ironically, because now she's what engaged to or dating Rich Paul, LeBron's guy. I listened to whatever that Adele song was, her first hit. About whatever, they're breaking up on repeat. I wrote to that. So I used to write to music because I couldn't stand people talking around me when I was on deadline. You can't take people talking around you, but you can listen to music? Oh, yeah. You're a strange guy, man. You're a strange guy. I used to travel to like a lot, and I would, you know, they wouldn't put me in a nice hotel so I could hear everybody. So I would sleep with headphones on, sleep to Bob Seeger, sleep to. My wife would get so mad at me because I'd come home and put on audio sound, audio slave, excuse me, audio slave to just like. Try to fall asleep. I used to. I used to write to that, but that's not bad music. I mean, Eye of the Tiger is, a, is bad. Is great bad music. It's a corny song. At this point, it's corny. It was probably a really good song when it first came out. Can you take me higher? I mean, dude, I can't sing. Can I sing. You oh, yeah. That's from 1999. 99. It is the prayer. Kirk Cousins is. All right. So, so I've told the story before, but at the uh, Super Bowl in Minneapolis. Whenever the hell that was, 2000 and maybe 18, 17, 19, somewhere, I don't know, somewhere in there. The one that the Eagles beat the Patriots in, the one that I was just talking about, Kirk Cousins was the bell of the ball because he had just left Washington and was going to sign that big deal with the Vikings. Everyone knew he was going to get paid, and I kept bumping in. It was like, where's Waldo? Everywhere I turned, there was Kirk Cousins, and I was at the Imagine Dragons concert, which is a little che- I like Imagine Dragons, but a little cheesy, right? And he was standing next to me, and he was jamming. I mean, the guy can't dance, and neither can I. You know like a dude that can't dance but will put the moves in? right? I thought he was going to injure himself with the way that his knees and his elbows <laughs> were flying. So who knew that Creed could be the difference maker to, to, to make Kirk Cousins play at a high level? Good for him. Dude, this song, no, we'll play that again because that song sucks. I mean, this is a bad song. Do you want to know what that song's about? Because I can actually tell you. I mean, human clay. I didn't know that it was called human clay. <laughs> but you're the you're the you're the least human clay human I know. But yes, that please is tell the me. lead singer of Creed, Scott Stapp, finding out that he is soon going to be a father for the first time. I mean, that makes with me, arms I, wide open. I mean, a whole come new on. perspective on life. Kirk Cousins it's so has cheesy. a whole new perspective on the NFL. <laughs> come on, bro. A bit of a stretch. <laughs> higher's bet. Higher's like a higher is the prayer. So you're telling me that when um, Brock Purdy becomes Purdy Daddy, he's going to listen to Arms Wide Open. Purdy Daddy. What are you going to do when your kid gets old enough to ask you why you're Pretty Daddy on Twitter? Oh, I really hope that's not my Twitter (laughs) handle or X handle, whatever you want to call it. The other day, yesterday, Henry, my son, because you forget these kids can Google stuff, was like, Daddy, you don't make that much money. I'm like, what do you mean? He Googled my salary. He Googled, what does Bill Ryder make? And I looked it up. It's not accurate. But I, I go, yeah, you're, you're not wrong. Wow. 
Daddy's not an oil tycoon. Wow. But he Googled me. <laughs> and it's really weird. I think it's AI that must, like, there's like a whole, bo- like, Bill Ryder's married to the love of his life, Lori Ryder, and, which is true. And they have my, like, it's weird, man. Like, they, they live with two cats. Not true. One of them's now in kitty heaven, Tommy. And the other one's not doing great. But it's the stuff your kids can Google about. So he's going to find Pretty Daddy. Daddy, you don't make a lot of money, huh? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, not cool, bro. Henry's got no fear, man. No, he doesn't. Good for him. Good. For he can him. use a little bit of fear, though. Like it might. You know what? I like it. I'm here for it. He told a a, a sports coach the other day that he he thought she was a jerk, and she <laughs> said she, apparently she goes, "You're a jerk too." And he's like, "I'm out of here." And he left. <laughs> I don't need to listen to this. I'm leaving. Yeah, not awkward at all. Now when I see her, it's totally it's totally normal. It's totally great. Uh, do you want to? I gotta do. I want to do a little. Uh, a little Giannis here. Are we going to basket bill at the end of the show when I do some st- NBA storylines, or do you want to do it now? We can basket bill at the end of the show when you do some yeah. uh, narratives for the season, which starts tonight. Very quickly, very quickly. Um, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis signed a three-year extension. He basically took $60 million a year. It's a little bit less at the start and more in, in Years two and three. The third year is a player option. This is not three more years. It's an extension on what he'd already done. So he's under contract for a very long time. It's obviously great news. Let me give you a few takeaways. First of all, and this is, I think, the main thing you have to look at. And I had dinner, as you know, Tom, last night with an NBA executive. And I've been texting a bunch of people. So the timing was pretty interesting. Everybody's conclusion, which I think is the obvious one, but and it's the right one. It's mine. John Horst, who's the GM in Milwaukee. Is in one of those was, was in one of those situations where, on the one hand, you have Giannis and you can be really successful with that guy. On the other hand, if he goes away, you are going to get fired almost certainly. Doesn't matter the reasons. It doesn't matter. Same for Daryl Morey and, and Embiid in, in Philly. Maybe Lillard, Damian Lillard, who the Bucks traded for in the offseason, will play seventy games and score thirty points a game. Maybe he won't. Maybe he's the absolute missing piece for the Bucks to win another championship. Or maybe, as some of the people I've talked to lately have made the case to me. It's not my view, but it's interesting from people, some executives and scouts around the NBA, maybe the lack of defensive depth and defensive excellence in their backcourt is going to hurt the Bucks. Maybe Dame works, maybe it doesn't. In terms of success this upcoming season, it doesn't matter, at least from Milwaukee's perspective, at least from Wisconsin's perspective, at least from John Horst's perspective, they have won. Now, multiple teams can win a trade. The Bucks won the Damian Lillard trade. That trade is a success because that is why Giannis re-upped. Proof of concept of the ability to compete. And the other thing is, I normally I'm a little skeptical to heap massive congratulations on teams when guys extend their contracts. Kevin Durant's done it, and I said at the time, well, it doesn't mean he's going to stay. He didn't. It's not the same thing, but James Harden opted into his deal a few months ago for $35 million. Yeah, he's under contract. No, it doesn't matter. That guy's pretending, maybe, probably. I think it's fair to, to question whether he really has a fan, personal emergency, personal situation. He's obviously trying to blow things up in Philadelphia. There's Outside of LeBron James, there are very, and give LeBron credit, I think, very few stars who have signed their contracts and, and decided they're going to live them out no matter what. Hell, LeBron won a championship in part because Anthony Davis refused to do that in New Orleans. But Giannis, I think, and I, you can be, I think Giannis is just different. I do. I think there's a. I find it very hard to believe that Giannis would force his way out of that deal without another championship, 
without things going so badly, nobody would blame him. I mean, like Damian Lillard bad in Portland. And I don't think that's going to happen. They do have Damian Lillard. Maybe Chris Middleton could be healthy. And Horst, the GM, has shown an ability and a willingness to be really bold. So it is a huge moment for the Bucks. I think. Not just because, obviously, you want Giannis under contract. But I think he is as likely, outside of LeBron James, as anybody in the NBA at a superstar level to be willing to play out and live out his contract. I think, Milwaukee, you've got him for many, many years. Congratulations. It is a huge, huge day. And that also changes the window. Do I think the Bucks are, are the favorites to, to come out of the East this year in the NBA? Yes, I do. Now, I've, I've had a bunch of people smarter than I am at the NBA. I'm the reporter. They're the actual executive. Tell me that I'm wrong and that I should, that I should focus on Boston. Now, they'll also acquiesce as a two-team race, that it's either Boston or Milwaukee. But even if, even if Milwaukee doesn't win this year, Let's say things go really badly and somebody, you know, knock on wood, gets injured and they're just not able to compete in the postseason or they fall too far behind in the regular season. Things, the wheels come off. They're going to get a shot next year and they're going to get a shot the year after that. Their window to win a championship with Damian Lillard and with Giannis is extended beyond this season. And all that pressure, right, you have to win now on a rookie head coach. You have to win now on the GM in the front office. You have to win now on Damian Lillard because Lillard doesn't want to be there and then have Giannis say deuces, I'm out. I think it's a game changer for the long term and I think taking the pressure off if these guys can stay healthy makes the Bucks more formidable because they can just focus on winning basketball games and not like I think is going on in Philly the concern that your former future MVP Hall of Fame star player is just going to decide that he wants out. Huge, huge thing for the Bucks. All right, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Uh, Tom, it is not an easy power rankings today. There are, there are six teams that belong in the top five. I used to do ties because it, it really infuriated your predecessor, Tom uh, DiBenedetto. I'm a good person. If it, if it makes my producer mad, then I would do it. <laughs> but outside of that, I think it's weak. So with your permission... I'm just going to disrespect somebody. I'm going to I'm going to stick to five. And I feel like I feel like I know you pretty well. I think I know which way you're leaning, and I'm already upset. Okay, Tom is going to be upset. We'll see if I can take you higher with the NFL power rankings that Roger Goodell has never called his favorite thing on earth. It is coming up here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to Writer Than You. You stick with your guys, Tom. It's a thing called loyalty. I know you don't know how to spell it or what it is. I know you're allergic to it. Loyalty, Tommy. On CBS Sports Radio. Wow, that was a little overtrolic. Was that from yesterday? Tell me how you really feel, man. Yeah, less than 24 hours ago. Why did I think you couldn't spell it? I mean, that's a fair assumption. (laughs) I don't think it is. I think that's an unfair assumption. And disloyal by me. How ironic. What was going on? What did you? You must have earned. You must have earned it. It was just Monday, man. Just a little Monday energy. <laughs> That's our dynamic. I am so excited about the NBA season. It starts tonight. We'll uh, we'll hit that later in the program. If you want to uh, to give us a call, Tommy will answer. Eight five five two one two four CBS is the phone number on Twitter. At Pretty Daddy CBS Sports Writer Sports R E I T E R. All right, here's what I think we should do. Normally, we do the top five and we do several sort of uh, subcategories. I think we should just do the top five and then honorable mention, and then we can just get into it. I already feel like we're going to disagree a lot. I'm going to have the courage of my convictions, and I'm going to only put five teams on here, even though I think six belong. Are you? Ready. Let's do it. All right. Some will rise. Others will fall. Let the ranking begin on Writer Than You's NFL Power Rankings. Number five. I'm not letting the Miami Dolphins fall off this, this list. And that may be... A little frustrating to fans of a team that isn't on here. But I, I'm a big believer that you can't let one week, one game impact your view of something. And going into Philly is no easy task. They obviously lost to the Eagles over the course of the weekend. It was not a necessarily close game in the final score, 31-17. But they had a chance at the end to be in that game on ideal Poorly timed turnover by by Tua. But I still think the Dolphins' defense is going to prove markedly. I still believe in what they can do offensively. I think it's a learning curve, learning curve moment. By the way, what I just said about the Niners at the start of the show applies to the Eagle or excuse me, applies to the to the Dolphins too. It's one thing to chase 
that top status or that elite status in the NFL. It's another to get there, to earn it, to have people look around and say, oh, yeah, and then they come after you and they're chasing you and to learn how to deal with that. I think the Dolphins can handle it. I think they're going to figure it out. And I'm stubbornly keeping them in the most important power rankings on the face of the earth. Number four. This is tough. I got the I got the Niners dropping here, which I know, I know feels like I'm like, you know, a different kind of standard, but they've lost two games in a row, Tom. Two in a row. And we've seen Brock Purdy be wobbly in both of those games. I am not selling all my Purdy stock. Just like when he becomes a dad, it becomes Purdy Daddy, like your pretty daddy. I'm not like, <laughs> You love it, and I'm gonna push it. It's gonna be a thing. He's engaged. According to you, that's true love. Look, the Niners don't have Debo. That is a significant reality. And they had every opportunity to win last night. They 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 real they really did. Purdy's two turnovers in the fourth quarter sealed the game. Christian McCaffrey's fumble turnover in Vikings territory at the very start of the game, the start for, for the Niners also didn't seal the game, but it certainly made things a lot more difficult than it needed to be. They, they missed a, a field goal that they should have made. They just, it was, an, it was an off night. But they also lost to the Browns. And a Cleveland team that, you know, had a quarterback that probably shouldn't be capable in theory of beating the team that Tom clearly thinks is the top three team or top four team, top three team in the NFL this year. I think that I need to see more from Purdy under duress and under difficulty and under the circumstances of you are now expected to be outstanding rather than it's all gravy if you win. He's made that he's made that transition, and he's lost a couple games since that transition really solidified. Doesn't mean he can't do it. It's a different reality. I still think they're a really good team, but there are some teams that are hotter and or better so far this season. Number three. Jacksonville, baby. Give me the Jags. I'm in on the Jags, Tom. Let me give you a little uh, little pop quiz. It'll be an easy answer. Other than the Kansas City Chiefs, who has the longest winning streak currently in the National Football League? Uh, I'm going to say, who is the Jacksonville Jaguars? Ding, ding, ding. You would be a... I am so bad at Jeopardy. I hate the whole backwards thing. It just makes me... I can't even watch it. It makes me so mad. Even my beer tastes bad when I'm watching Jeopardy. But you, I don't like Jeopardy. There. I said it. I'm more of a Wheel of Fortune guy myself. <laughs> Make me feel stupid. I know. I can hear you out there. That's not hard. I get that, too. Jacksonville Jaguars at number three. Look, I just, if you go back to last year, and you go back to the way that they closed that year out, and, and really, when when Doug Peterson finally got his arms around the mess that he had inherited from Urban Meyer and dysfunction, this is one of the best teams in the National Football League over that stretch. They have been utterly and absolutely dynamic. And I think the, the poor start they got off to this year and their ability to course correct on that says something about the fact that they can win when they have to and that there's a toughness mixed with the excellence. I think Trevor Lawrence, destined is the wrong word, absolutely capable of being a top three quarterback in this league. And again, I'm not taking shots at Brock Purdy Daddy. I'm just saying... If you had you asked me who would I rather have over the next five years, Brock Purdy or Trevor Lawrence, is Trevor Lawrence. Tua Tungavailoa or Trevor Lawrence. This is coach agnostic. It's Trevor Lawrence. I think we sometimes sleep on how great this guy is and still can be because of what Herb did to him. Jags are winning football games do not sleep on how good they are right now. Number two. I mean now it gets now it gets tricky. What a win for the Eagles. 
What a win for Philly. I got him at number two. And at the start of the show, we played this montage. Destroy people. I'll say I'm wrong or whatever the hell, whatever the hell Tom's put together. But I do want to admit when I'm wrong. Can't get it all right. You can miss some stuff. Your biases can, can creep in. I thought the Eagles were in those close games against some some mediocre teams were showcasing weakness, and I think and I got that wrong. Their defense is outstanding and what they did to that. That's part of the reason the Dolphins are on this list. I don't think the Dolphins' offense is suddenly exposed. I think the Eagles' defense is exposed for being outstanding. They have some new personnel, the way they got it to uh, the turnovers they forced, the sacks that they created, just the pressure they created. And then you get to Jalen Hurts, who the turnovers are unacceptable. Had two in that game over the weekend in that big win against the Dolphins. He has got, he's got eight interceptions. But those are things that I think that I'm fairly confident he's going to be able to shore up because we saw last year he really protected the football. There's a di- dynamic, obviously, athleticism to his, to his play. We saw last year he can stay in the pocket. He can get it done. I've got to remember who Jalen Hurts was and understand he's grappling with the same thing we talked about, I talked about with the Niners and the Dolphins. The Eagles are now hunted, right? They are the team that made the Super Bowl last year, and they've gone off to this great start, and, and Hurts is going to have to find a way to perform and play under that reality. But he's winning football games even when he is not playing at his top level, and that says something about him. I think he'll get there. I think he'll be fine. I, I've done a 180 on, on the Eagles. They're utterly outstanding. Number one. I don't have the clip, but I know somewhere after the Kansas City Chiefs lost to the Lions to start the year. I said in this segment, what was that, five or six weeks ago, just wait, they're going to be number one at some point in the season. I don't know if I said October or November, here they are. And it's not even a question. It's not even a question. They are ridiculous in their excellence and in what Patrick Mahomes can do. We went through the stats yesterday, but just to just to remind you, Mahomes with another, what, 400-yard passing, four-touchdown extravaganza. Travis Kelsey, you know, buoyed by his buoyed by his boo? Ooh. Buoyed by his boo, Tommy. Trademark that. By his true Taylor <laughs> Swift loved him. It was absolutely was amazing. And the thing about the Chiefs, and this is where I keep going with the Dolphins. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm seeing what Kansas City's evolution has been with Spags, and I think it's going to happen with Fangio in, in Miami. Remember we used to talk about on this show everywhere if the Chiefs can just be a top 20 defense. They're a really good defense. They're a really solid defensive unit. And the offense is the thing that they got the slow start. Kind of like the Eagles. And it's obviously going to be just fine. We saw that from Mahomes. Chiefs are by far, by far, remain. This shouldn't be a surprise. All they do is make AFC Championship games. Three out of the last five Super Bowls have won two of them. Are the defending champions. They beat the Eagles last year in that game. The Chiefs are top of the mountain. Honorable mention. I mean, I know you want the Ravens on this list, but I gotta keep somebody off. And they, they still. I don't know, man. I guess I'm just. Lamar. I'm a Lamar. Lamar Jackson. Now with all the buzz, he's the best player in the game. They're great. They're outstanding. They've been, they've been marvelous. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not trying to disrespect them. I just, in the long run, try not to be a captive of the moment. I'm taking those other five teams over these guys. I mean, they did beat the Lions down, though. I mean, they beat them That down. was an absolute statement against the Lions. Now we rethink the way we think about the Detroit Lions because of what Baltimore did to them, Bill. Might I remind you, four touchdowns before the Lions had a first down in the game. It was, yeah, it was already gross. 28 to nothing. It was I gross. think the the Ravens absolutely belong on this top five. All right, I kick on, somebody off. Kick I, somebody I, off. Jacksonville. 
Jacksonville. Come on. I will kick Jacksonville off. Get Baltimore out of here. is more of a threat Get right now here. in the AFC. And I will even, I'm going to push Jacksonville. They're not even my honorable mention. Love them. The Browns deserve some love for what they've done. They don't done. have a quarterback. For what they've done without a quarterback the last two weeks. They don't weeks. have a quarterback. They won two games. They beat the 49ers who are on your top five. And they beat the Colts. And I will say they won those games in two different ways. An Let ugly me, game and a shootout. Mad. You're all mad. I like it. You're all passionate. No, keep going. People can't see you throwing stuff. The Browns, microphone. The, the Browns have a defense that <laughs> deserves our respect, and they've done this without a quarterback. And even if they had a Watson, you know what? What I think this season th- thus far, they're better off without him right now. Here's who they've beaten. Ready? They beat the Texans. Congratulations. They beat the Bengals in week two. I can't even remember at this point. Was Burrow out still, or was he just playing like a total bump? Uh, he was playing like a shell of himself. Yeah. They barely beat the Colts. They, they beat the snot out of the Browns, but again, that whole Deshaun Watson goes away thing. They lost against the Steelers. They beat the Titans, and then their one good win is they beat the crap out of the Lions. But they haven't really been tested outside of Detroit, and that Detroit game was really impressive. Then they got Arizona. Come on. They're going to be 7-1 without having been. I, I, I guess that's not fair. The Lions were a test. But every one of these other teams, man, KC, Philly, the Jags, Miami, the Niners have, have have played some really good football teams. I think the Browns are more of a threat right now in the AFC than Jacksonville. All right, I already look. I already did my 180 on, on, on the Eagles. You got to give me some time. <laughs> give me some time to get there. Who did you? Oh, you come on. You think the Browns are going to be a better football team than the Jags and are a better football team than the Jags? Both. I think the Ravens are, and I think the Browns no, are. You're crazy. You know Urban Meyer is not the coach anymore in Jacksonville, right? I got the memo. Come on. He's on that Doug Peterson bandwagon. Dougie daddy. He just call everybody something daddy. Doesn't really work, does it? I'm not going to call Mike Florio anything of you daddy. I am going to ask him about the NFL and get his insight when we come back next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.